You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to another episode of the Junkyard Dogcast. Another breaking news episode of the Junkyard Hill. Got Benjamin Wolf with us on this Friday afternoon to talk a little bit about a new commitment for the Georgia Bulldogs. Ethan Barbour, a tight end from Alpharetta, Georgia. Four-star tight end in the 2025 class. 6'3", 235. He chooses Georgia today. Uh, just a few minutes ago from the time we are recording this, um, big commitment for Georgia. Uh, Georgia's got the number one class in the 2025 cycle. Uh, seven commits and now two tight ends in that class. Uh, let's just jump right into it, Ben. What do you think it was about Georgia uh, that convinced Ethan that's where he wanted to go and the fact that Georgia's got another stud tied in coming down the line? Yeah, I think this has been a long time coming for Ethan and Georgia. You know, I met him for the first time when I went down to the Future 50 earlier in the summer. And at that point in time, he voiced that Todd Hartley was really pushing for his commitment. He didn't shy away from that and saying, Georgia's already got one tight end committed. Todd Hartley knows that he wants to shore up that class sooner rather than later. And so... You know, he wanted to get Ethan Barber in as that second tight end in this class, along with Ellis Williams. And at the time, Ethan was not ready to make a decision. He knew that he wanted to see some things. He wanted to evaluate some of the other schools in his top five, top eight at the time to determine, all right, what makes the most sense for me? I find it very interesting that it was, you know, three days after week one of the, of the season that Ethan was able to watch some of the tape from his top five that included Alabama, Auburn, Ohio state, and South Carolina, as well as Georgia. And he was able to say, all right, who's really using the tight ends the way that they say they do in recruiting and who maybe is selling something in recruiting. That's not exactly lining up with what they're putting out on the field. And one thing that Ethan said to me two weeks ago, after he announced when he was going to be making his decision was Georgia does not BS you when it comes to that. They're not just saying they're running 12 personnel, they're doing it. And it's funny because, you know, we've, we've talked about it this week, how Georgia's a little bit thin at the tight end position right now, and it doesn't matter. Georgia's still going to carry 12 personnel. They're still going to utilize two tight ends because they have so much success with it. And I think that draw of how Georgia uses the tight ends, the success that they've had with the tight ends that they've used, And then just the relationship that he's had with Todd Hartley. I mean, going back to Todd Hartley really pushing him for a commitment for a while now shows you how highly Todd Hartley thinks of Ethan Barber and what he brings to this class. So, yeah, I mean, Todd Hartley, it's kind of crazy. It's September 22nd, 2023. These guys won't even sign until next December. And Todd Hartley's already got two guys landed in this class that are pretty elite guys. 
Eighth, uh, Ethan picked Georgia over schools like Alabama, Auburn, South Carolina, Texas. Uh, ben, you had a chance to spend a little time around Ethan uh, in the lead up to his commitment. What were your big, biggest takeaways about him, and what do you feel like his skill set is that he will eventually bring to Athens? So what stands out to me at first really is nothing football-related, which it says a lot because he does have a lot of really incredible football-related things to bring up too. But he just has a – sort of, I guess, disciplined approach is how I would describe it. And talking with his high school head coach, who was also George Pickens' offensive coordinator at Hoover, actually. Um, but talking with him, he said, you know, his dad, Ethan's dad, is a military guy, has a military background, and has a Duke NBA. And that, that right there, just in that small little, all right, this is what you know about his dad, that's very reflective of what you're getting with Ethan. He works hard. He has an old school approach. He's very, very sharp. Like when you talk to Ethan and you probably sense this, if you were watching, able to see any of his commitment ceremony, you probably got the sense of, you know, he thinks, you know, very sharply for a guy that's only a junior in high school that carries over to the football field. He really knows his assignments. He really knows he's self-aware in knowing what makes him a good football player. He knows that he's not one of these six foot six, 260 pound tight ends. He's six foot three, 230. And he knows how to utilize that. Just a few weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, he had four touchdowns in the second quarter of a game. And he's going to be a weapon in the past game for Georgia. He is, when you know, you hear the term flex tight end, he very much is going to be flexed out. He can do some inline blocking, but obviously at 6'3", 230, he's not your prototypical, maybe Georgia-sized type tight end that they've seen in recent years. But on third down, in the red zone, you know, in passing down situations, Ethan Barber as a tight end will be a weapon for Georgia's offense. And he's someone that I think because of the way that he carries himself and just sort of the maturation that he has, I think he will be able to have an impact early at Georgia. Paul on YouTube gives us a nice little segue to what I was going to say next. He says, Todd Hartley is a national treasure. Let's talk about what Todd has done. You look at what they brought in the 2023 cycle, two really good tight ends. You got two really good tight ends committed in the 2024 class, and now you have two really good tight ends in this 2025 class. Can you just speak, Ben, to what Todd has done, the way he has uh, really loaded up on tight ends and the talent that Georgia has right now at the position and, and what's coming down the line? I'll say some of the same things that I said when we were talking about Glenn Schumann a few weeks ago when they landed Chris Cole. It, it seems like it would be impossible to have as much consistent success at, a, at one position group as Todd Hartley has had at tight end. I mean, you even think about this current cycle that we're in, the 2024 class. I mean, there was a point where it looked like Georgia might even take a third tight end, Carter Nelson, that ended up at Nebraska. And I don't think any of that would have had an impact on what was going to be happening with the 2025 class. So to think that you know, Todd Hartley can put the classes that he's already stacked together. He's put the product on the field with what he actually does with his tight ends. I mean, talking with Ethan about and he sat in on a couple of team meetings and he just says the way that you feel when you're in a room with Todd Hartley, when he's teaching, when he's on the board, when he's doing, you know, teaching plays or, you know, just assignments or just getting guys ready for game week, that it just makes you feel a certain type of way. And I think that that's what, I hear that's the theme that I hear from all tight ends that are getting recruited by Georgia is Todd Hartley just has a way about him of making you feel comfortable, but also knowing you are going to be used in a way that is going to make NFL teams drop their jaws at what you're able to do. And because of that, I think that is the, per the perfect, you know, match. And I'm going to also say in this case, Ethan is a Metro Atlanta guy. He's from Alpharetta, Georgia. So it does cer certainly help from a proximity standpoint, but we know Georgia hasn't always, 
you know, built their tight end room through Metro guys. I mean, we look at, you know, Brock Bowers from the West Coast. You look at Darnell Washington from the West Coast. You look at this cycle, Jaden Riddell, Colton Heinrich, all out-of-state guys that have been sort of the focal points of this tight end room. Ethan Barbour, obviously, Oscar Delfer is going to be bringing a little bit more of a, a hometown local feel, as well as Ellis Williams, who's the other tight end in the 2025 class. Would make sure and tell people to go to Dogs 24-7 to read more about Ethan Barbour, learn a little bit about him, see what he will be bringing to Georgia. Ben, before we get out of here, I want to make sure we got off of the podcast on Tuesday and realized that uh, we kind of missed the, the recruiting angle from that South Carolina game. There's a lot of big visitors in town, a lot of intrigue with that. Uh, what sort of stood out to you about who was in town for that SEC opener against the Gamecocks and, and maybe what you learned about the guys that were there? Yeah, no big deal. We just forgot to talk about Aiden Breland making a trip, Nate Frazier being on an official visit, KJ Bolden making his first visit to Athens since he's been committed to Florida State. So, you know, it's good. We can make this a recruiting focus uh, podcast. But I mean, I would say the three names that I just mentioned right there are probably the ones that stand out to me the most. One, Aiden Breland, five star defensive lineman from modern day high school in California, high school teammates with Nate Frazier, who was on his official visit to Georgia the same weekend. They were on by this week. I think for Aiden Breland to use his bye week to get out to Georgia early, he came with his mom. They spent the whole weekend in Athens. They got breakfast with Kirby Smart on Sunday morning before they headed out for the airport. I mean, this he is, along with LJ McCray, I would say the two most wanted recruits left in the 2024 class for Georgia. Um, I think Georgia made a really, really good impression. I think that Oregon and Miami both are very much in this thing. I think that a lot of people have talked about this being a Georgia Oregon fight. I do think that that is the case, but I think Miami is very much in there in the top three as well. He will probably make a decision November, maybe early December. I don't think he'll be a signing day commitment decision, but he is an early grad. So he'll be making a decision and signing in December. I think Georgia's in a really, really good spot there. He is very close with Nate Frazier, who's coming to Georgia to play running back. So I think that's only going to help. I don't believe in package deals when it comes to recruiting. That said, Aiden even went out of his way to express to me, I sort of asked him an innocuous question like, hey, like, I know you've got a teammate that's committed to Georgia. Like, what factor does that play? And he's like, well, let me be clear. Like, Nate and I are very, very close. Like, we're really, really good friends. So it was almost like I tried to make him not feel pressured into making a comment about his teammate being committed to Georgia. And he wanted to go out of his way to say how close he and Nate are. So the other one, and again, I I don't know the best way to approach the KJ Bolden recruitment going forward because I get so many questions about it. He obviously was one of the most buzzworthy recruits until he committed on August 5th to Florida state. And so I, and obviously he's one of the best players in the state of Georgia. So I feel obligated to talk about him, especially when he's in Sanford stadium, which he was for the Georgia South Carolina game. And that was his first game visit that he's taken to any college campus, actually, since he committed to Florida State. He visited Florida State for the LSU game, which was in Orlando. But this was the first time that he was back on a college campus for any game since he committed to Florida State. I will get out in front of this because I know what the questions are going to be. I do not believe at this time that K.J. Bolden will flip to Georgia. I don't. I think Florida State has done a great job with that recruitment. I think that he is really locked into that. That said, Georgia is not going to give up on this. We've seen this time and time again with top, top, recruits that Georgia's recruiting they do not care if you're committed they do not care if they think that they have a 100 percent 80 percent 30 percent chance of getting you if you're one of the top football players on their board at a position of need for them they are going to recruit you until the end and KJ Bolden firmly fits into that category again Kirby Smart 
Fran Brown, they've done a great job with this recruitment. Will Muschamp as well. They're going to continue to give to fight for KJ Bolden. But again, at this time, I really do think that KJ sticks with Florida State, but still notable that he was in Sanford Stadium last weekend and got a little bit of special treatment. They bring the recruits down the sides. They like come down the staircases to come onto the field before the game. KJ Bolton came right out of the uh, tunnel on the field in the center. So they definitely were giving him a little bit of special treatment while he was in town. A lot of recruiting intrigue as we uh, come to expect, and everybody knows where to go find out more. And that's Dogs 24-7. Lots of intel, uh, both about Ethan Barbora, who we uh, came on and, and talked about with him committing to Georgia, and all kinds of uh, news and notes for the 2024 class, 2025, and beyond. Um, we are going to wrap up the episode right here. Appreciate Ben for popping on to talk about the news. Uh, appreciate everyone who tuned in live, everyone who is watching this after the fact. Be sure to go subscribe to Dogs247.com if you haven't already. And be sure to go to the YouTube page, Dogs247. Uh, got all of our podcasts on there. Got the post-game interviews with Kirby Smart, uh, the midweek interviews with him as well as the players. Uh, definitely a lot of good content there. So for Benjamin Wolk, I am Jordan Hill. Until next time, take care, everybody.